0: hello
1: hello is that my best friend
0: it sure is is that my best friend
1: it is it's she the one and only miss cg
0: (laughs) (laughs) trying to stay warm now guys like it's getting frigid every which way i look i'm like shivering my little booty off chloe
1: like come on now i didn't get to tell you this yesterday oh my gosh First time I've ever seen it. There's a boxer outside. I've never seen a boxer in this complex. So sorry, everybody, but (laughs) it's wearing a little puffer jacket outside. The little nub tail. Okay. So it's so cold here. And yesterday, we and like me and my uh, manager ended up staying home from work because we live like 30 minutes away from the store and it was just going to be. Kind of risky to get there because, you know, one thing that I've noticed in Austin, even when it starts to drizzle and rain, people start acting crazy and can't drive right. And it was really slick in my parking lot. And even though I'm sure the interstate would have been fine as far as, like, no ice on the road, I heard from my apartment, I can hear the interstate, and I heard accident after accident yesterday. And it was, like, the, like, kind of where it's, like, like, screeching far and just People in Austin don't act right when the weather's off. I don't know what it is, but like they cannot drive normally when the weather is funny and everyone wants to speed everywhere because they're cold. They're trying to get places. I was like, look, I'm still technically on like sort of a probation situation with my last accident. I cannot risk it. I'm so sorry, but I can't risk it for the biscuit or else y'all gonna fire me when I can't show up for work for a month.
0: That's insane. Thank goodness you did not go because that's one of my biggest fears is like driving in like icy slash snowy weather. I just, it stresses me out. Like I like being calm when I drive, like peaceful. Mm -hmm. I can go at my own pace. But when people are like acting crazy and I know I'm in a situation that is dangerous, it automatically makes me freaked out. Like I convince myself that something's gonna go wrong and like it just is not a good case. So I'm happy that you took the liberty to stay home and just like sit this one out and make sure you're safe because like you said, we cannot have you in another car accident, babes. No ma'am.
1: No, it's just crazy and like so I took Luffy out just to go downstairs just to let him out and walking down the stairs, it doesn't look frosty at all. Like I have a light colored cement outside of my complex, so you can't see any ice or frost, but it's slippery as hell. And Luffy fell down the stairs and while he was falling, I dropped my phone and the stairs, like the stairway in my complex was so cold that my phone landed on the ground and shot all the way down the hallway across to like five doors down because it was like ice on top of the ground.
0: That is crazy. Not Luffy falling down the
1: stairs. He was like, what the fuck is (laughs) happening? He was so confused.
0: He's like, what is going on here? I do not like that. But (sighs) he
1: got out the door. I'm freaking out because one is cold as hail. And I'm like, my body has become very accustomed to southern winter. So this is like cold, cold, cold. It's bitter cold, let me tell you. And (laughs) so I'm already freaking out because of the cold. And I can feel like I step outside and I'm like, whoa, it's slippery. He hasn't noticed that yet. So I'm like trying to hold on to the frozen railing that's sticking to my hand. And he's like... Let's go. And he's like pulling me, trying to run down the stairs. And then he slips and falls and he realizes like, oh, shit, something's, something's different today. I don't know what's in the air, but something's off.
0: <laughs> we got to chill it out. We got to calm down. Oh, and, my God. Then he
1: gets to the grass and the grass is like frozen solid and sharp. And he's like, won't do it. So he's peeing right on the sidewalk. And I'm like, Luffy, oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> I mean... I'm not a fan of the snow, so I'm totally there with you. Like, I'm accustomed to our South Georgia winters. Like, this is new territory for me, but I'm ready for spring. I'm a spring girl. Winter's not my time. So I'm just counting down the days until we get some more sunlight and less snow because I'm not I mean, I'm not the vibe.
1: Me too. I mean, it's crazy. You would never think that after leaving Georgia that when I got to Austin, Texas, that would be the coldest winter that I've had since Going to New York for the winter, like that is insane.
0: I told Kathy, my grandma, I was like, "Yeah, Chloe's having like really cold weather," and she was like, "In Texas?" I was like, "Kathy, don't even get me started, babes. Like you don't know the half of it. It's it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Chloe couldn't even go to work." I was like it's yeah it's worse it's worse than where I am it's high
1: highs and low lows let me (laughs) tell you that
0: well other than being cold Chloe I have to jump into woo woo because someone celebrated a birthday and since the last episode so I have to know woo woo babes how was your birthday I just want to know all about it tell me everything how was it and of course happy birthday from me and the besties babe
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. I forgot already. I'm like, <laughs> old news. Yeah, other than Mitchell, who I lived with, Garrett was definitely the person I spoke to the most on my birthday, which is exactly how I would have it. I called him crying that night because I'm like, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. Because one thing, Garrett and I have in our history of being friends, most holidays. Most Thanksgivings, most Christmases have been together. However, birthdays are one thing we typically don't miss. I think I've missed one or two of yours maybe because yours is so close to Christmas that if I'm like with family or doing something like that on a Christmas holiday, I'm usually not home yet. But for the most part, we're always together. And even if I've missed your past birthdays, I've been able to come home and immediately celebrate it when I get home. So it's weird. I don't like it.
0: It's so weird. All my Snapchat memories, I have like on your birthday memory, it's like 21, 22, 23, 24. I was like, no, I'm ending the streak. But you're right, like birthdays we really do not miss. And of course, this time last year, we were celebrating with the release of flowers and throwing mm-hmm. Chloe's magnificent Miles party.
1: The most iconic. And one thing, I mean, Garrett and I also just, our birthdays have become a part of our friendship because we value each other as Capricorn kings mm-hmm. and queens. Exactly. So we love the fact that we're Capricorn sisters together and we like to celebrate that part even more.
0: Exactly. And anytime
1: I find out someone else is a Capricorn, I'm like, oh, I'm Literally. Part, of this, part of my tribe.
0: Same. I am the same exact way.
1: So for my birthday, let's start out with i mean let me just say it's got to be one of my favorite gifts probably that i've ever gotten in the world this is the only gift i'll talk about because we're not going to do a whole what did i get for my birthday breakdown but garrett gives me a call before work on my birthday and he's like oh so you know i just got a photo from the delivery guy it looks like he dropped your package off in the wrong place but i'm gonna send you a picture see if you recognize it and then you can go get it and i'm like Oh, shit. Yeah. Send it to me. I'm like putting my shoes on about to go outside of my apartment because I'm like, let me just check the front door. Like, maybe it's there. I'm like, maybe it's just at the next door. So I'm like poking outside my front door. Don't see anything. And then I go to my phone and this video comes through and I was confused. I was like, Garrett, you sent me the wrong thing. Like, (laughs) what is this? I think you sent me a TikTok by accident. And then I see the little logo in the bottom corner of the video that it's a cameo. And I'm like, wait, what? So I click on it, and because I wasn't expecting it, wasn't even thinking about it, I see the person in the in the image, and I still didn't even know, like, who it was, like, what's going on yet, because I was in shock. <laughs> so I play the video, and you guys, I shit you not. Hey, Chloe, it's Jill Zarin, your favorite Real Housewives <laughs> from Bravo's Real Housewives in New York. Just calling to tell you happy birthday. You know, Garrett tells me that you've been friends for over a decade. That's very, very impressive. You got to hold on to friends like that. And, you know, Jill Zarin loves EFBF. She was talking all about it in the cameo. So, Jill, if you're listening, thank you so much for the cameo. I will absolutely hit you up with my boutique info so that you can come shop with me exclusively for any and all of your bridal needs coming on. I just was so shocked, so surprised, but to hear from my girl, Jill Zaren on my birthday was unmatched, next level. Like kind of, you guys, I, I kind of visualize, like when you get to heaven and you open the doors, there's like a video playing and it's like, hey, Chloe, it's your favorite real housewife, Jill Zaren. welcome to heaven.
0: Uh, Chloe, when I tell you, I've had that video guys for like two weeks and I've been holding it in and trying to not tell Chloe or spill the beans of what I had was the hardest thing ever because you guys haven't seen the video, but It's the most Jill Zarin video, and like it was exactly what I hoped and wished for from her when I booked this cameo. And like Chloe said, she mentioned our ten years of friendship, EFBF, her current job. She was asking Chloe where she went to college. Turning a
1: quarter of a century. Thanks, Jill, for reminding me about that. No, it was iconic, and she's in her like five-star hotel looking bathroom that's gorgeous and her phone keeps slipping and sliding on the (laughs) counter and she's got her little airmate bracelet stack i'm like yes ma'am miss jill thank you so but seriously garrett just what a pleasant surprise what a fun gift i will cherish that video forever every person that i've told about this gift whether they watch the real housewives or not have been like what a sweet fun thoughtful gift that was because they could all see and hear the excitement buzzing from me
0: (laughs) watching the serotonin on chloe's face as i'm facetiming her while she's watching the video is all i needed i was like you know what like i've done my job and like i'm happy so that was my (laughs) pleasure and anytime i can give my baby girl some serotonin like that i will gladly do so
1: the one thing though that i got so mad at garrett and mitchell about is there's two people in mitchell's family his sister and his mom that love real housewives And I didn't get to tell them about this because he beat me to it and told them about it. And then my (laughs) one girlfriend, Tori, who listens to Real Housewives or watches Real Housewives, Garrett sent her the video before I could even tell her about (laughs) it. I was like, you little.
0: That's my fault. But I'm so happy that you loved it and you can cherish that forever. And anytime we can get EFBF mentioned or, you know what, now this is just I've told this to Chloe, this is just us expanding our connection. And now when we meet Jill, we're going to be like, girl, don't act brand new. You know who we are. You know
1: us. (laughs) You know us, girl. Well, that was amazing. And so for my birthday at work, I will say too, my ladies at work that I love so, so much and I have so much fun with, they totally surprised me with a birthday cake and candles lit and a card. And I totally cried because I was so surprised by it. And my favorite part is my boss who's European is like, Oh, great. We got a cry baby on our hands. I'm like, yes, you totally do. But that was so special. Such a sweet surprise from my girls. We call ourselves like a little sisterhood. So, uh, love that from them. And then I get to go home and Mitchell had a whole surprise date planned. So I got all dressed up. Here's a little,
0: Oh, a little Polaroid moment got all dressed up
1: all cute got ready and then i still had no idea what we were doing so mitchell drives us to this part of town that i was like so confused because we're all dressed up he's in like a suit and then we're going to a part of town that's all like taco places and brunch places and super casual kind of area and i'm like okay what's going on and then we park at this place that's like a coffee shop and i'm like Okay, what's going on? But there's valet parking at this coffee shop, so I'm like, is this a speakeasy or something? (gasps) So we go into this coffee shop, we wait there, and I still don't know what's happening. But then I hear someone be like, "We're waiting on one more group, and then we'll take you down to the cave." And I'm like, "Oh, the cave! What? The cave!" So we wait for a little bit longer, and then we get brought down to this like lounge room that's like bougie, nice chairs, you know, candlelit tables, everything. And that's where I find out we're doing an eight-course paired tasting menu where each course is paired to a special wine. And we're going to go from whites to bubblies to rosés to red to port throughout the night and try a bunch of amazing food from the chef who's right there, like, cooking right in front of us. And so we had that first little, like, appetizer in that lounge space. And then they take us into the cave, which is, like, literally, like, I think it's all man-made, but it's like a cavern with formal tables with table like tablecloths and candle lighting and we all sat there and had eight courses served to us it was amazing I tried caviar for the first time like we had so much amazing food great conversations it was a 10 out of 10 night we stopped at a bar on the way home saw some friends and then Mitchell and I stayed up talking until, like, 2 (laughs) a.m.
0: Aw, that is a great way to end your birthday. Mitchell really pulled through. That's such a fun, unique experience. And what's better than some food and wine and a good atmosphere, babes? Like, sign us up. We love also, like, the formal, like, dressing up. Like, 12 out of 10, he really did his research and pulled through. That's so fun, Chloe.
1: I mean, I have to say, like, I am the type of girl, I love dining experiences. I love to go out to eat. I like a fine dining experience, but I'm equally as happy to go to, like, a greasy spoon spot like Ronnie's and kick back. But one thing I will say, that was one of the coolest dining experiences I ever had. Just doing the pairing menu was so cool to taste like chef paired entrees with the wines. So the man who was sort of guiding the experience said it perfectly. He was telling us that when you have like the perfect wine and food pairing, that you can take a sip of the wine, you can take a bite of the food and as you're enjoying it, you almost don't even know which is which anymore because the flavors just meld perfectly together. Uh, and that I the whole, like you're not sipping wine and tasting food, you're just experiencing them together all at once. It's It's so good.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds so fun. Chloe, I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah, so if anyone's coming through the Austin area, I believe it's called Wanderlust Wine Tours or Wanderlust Wine Tasting. I can look it up and we can add that in the notes later or something. But it is a little bit on the pricier end, but it is definitely an experience that's worth it. If you're going to be here for a couple of days, if you maybe want a romantic date night while you're here. It would be worth looking into for sure and i think they have three locations in austin so
0: i love that chloe that's a great 25th birthday if i do say so myself it sounds like you had a wonderful day and you made the most out of every second
1: it felt like a mature 25th so tell me what's been up with you lately this last week
0: well not as much as you babes i've been chilling you know keeping it dl recently you know trying to like save money. It's winter time. Just, you know, trying to cozy up and stay indoors. But I do have a few things I want to touch on. The first being I found this really sick thrift store that I'm taking you to (gasps) the next time you're here. It's literally in the most random place ever. We pull up to a shell station gas station and right beside it is this little door that takes a staircase down below the gas station. And it's the best thrift store I've found in Raleigh thus far. It's Stop, sick.
1: that gets my senses tingling.
0: It's so <laughs> fun. And guess who welcomes us in? This sweet little old lady that was the nicest and helpful, just one of a kind. Just like added the cherry on top. It was kind of like a consignment shop, maybe a little bit, but all their stuff was so fun. I got this vintage 1970s Playboy, Andy Warhol edition. It's that is like so sick. It's like illustrated on the top. And of course it's like sealed, so I'm not going to open it. But like, I just think it's so, so fun and unique. And like, if you see it, you're not looking at the girl, you're looking at the artwork and it's like an art piece in my opinion. And like, obviously yeah. we don't support Playboy, but like this is already bought like, and like, we're not supporting, like, like it's not going well, to you Playboy. Can, like you can
1: still support all, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Cause obviously with Playboy, it is very problematic, but it's a slippery slope because so many people and so many artists went into all of those covers. And, you know, the women who did those covers, they did them for a reason. Not saying like, you know, anything that might have happened to any of those women, that is not me victim blaming in any way. But what I'm saying is like, they did choose to do this at one point. It was something that they wanted to be proud of, that they wanted to do, and they worked for it. So, just look at it as you're celebrating the women side of it. And you're celebrating all the other artists, the graphic designers, all the other people who put their work towards it, not the gross foundation of the Playboy business.
0: Exactly. Cause like the magazine itself is super fun and bright. And like you said, like <laughs> some of these girls, like Pamela Anderson got her start from Playboy. Marilyn Monroe <laughs> was on Playboy. So, I mean, obviously I love Playboy. We get into that. That's a whole different conversation, but I just had to mention I've always wanted a Playboy and I found one at this thrift store which was super fun it was well priced as well so that was a steal that was basically all we found there but i'm just excited to take chloe when she comes to visit because it's on the list now so besides shopping at the thrift store i actually bought me some side tables which i'm Mm -hmm. so excited about they're so effing cute they're like a light wood i don't know how to describe them they're very like just like simple yet they give
1: me like anthropology vibes
0: anthropology urban a little bit maybe as well like Mm -hmm. that kind of energy and very cute very well priced and i have a tall bed so we had to find something that was like relatively the same size yada 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 so i'm finally happy that the saga has come to a close and I underestimated how time-consuming putting together side tables would be because it was like three hours of labor putting these two side tables together, but they came out really cute, and I might post a picture of them because they were a hunt, and Chloe, you've heard all about it. It was like months of looking, so.
1: Well, and also when you find something like that, like I feel like those are a good dupe, like we said, for something from like Anthro or even like World Market. World Market has great stuff, but it's not always in... Your budget. Like exactly. It's not necessarily super expensive stuff, but also sometimes you don't want to spend 150 up per item or whatever it might be. So I think they're a good dupe option. I think that people would definitely appreciate to check those out on Amazon for sure. And honestly, like one thing that I was gonna talk about for my woo-woo this week is similar, it's a little bit different, but kind of like the same font mitchell and i have been slowly upgrading some like really small things in our house like we just got new pillows for our bed it makes such a big difference to spruce up little things in your home and it feels like a treat almost like a set of new pillows was what twenty dollars but now when i go to bed i feel like i'm in like a hotel experience it just like elevates your life a little bit i think after we record today i might run across the street because i have like a couple of pots and pans that i have my eye on and i'm like you know what I'm 25. Like if I see a pot or a pan that I like, I should just get it (laughs)
0: 100%.
1: Cause I'm like, damn, $40, that's kind of a lot. And I'm like, well, I'm cooking out of a soup stock pot. That's like 15 (laughs) years old that I thrifted for like 15 cents. It's time to upgrade to something nice. You know, the older you get, the things you get excited about are different. Mitchell and I are super stoked about our new cast iron skillet. So
0: (laughs) literally though, it's so funny. Like I was talking to my coworker the other day that I was excited to use my new air fryer I got for Mm -hmm. Christmas. Like, it's just like you said, like the little things when you become an adult are like they just change. So Mm -hmm. speaking of adult things, everything else I've been doing has just been cleaning and like I said, just like being chill. And honestly, I haven't been doing too much the past few weeks, just laying low. But to make up for my little lame woo-woo, I have a lot of exciting stuff to go over for Obsessed. So are you ready to hop in, Chloe?
1: Let's dive in. I'm ready because I'm ready to talk about what you're obsessed with this week.
0: Just buckling because we have some good stuff. So starting off strong, Miss Kesha Rose. Was seen at 7-Eleven with a sign that says, and I quote, new music coming soon. And she's wearing a cowboy hat, Ray-Bans on the phone, holding this sign on a cardboard box at 7-Eleven. Get into it, Chloe. How iconic. How iconic is that?
1: I'm so obsessed with this. I think we're getting... Like, I really believe the energy we're getting with this new Kesha music is going to be TikTok on steroids.
0: Oh, God.
1: I think we're getting our old, grungy, messy, dirty, slutty Kesha back exactly how we want her. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, praying and that whole period and Kesha's discography is amazing. We love it. We will be talking about it at one point she said some things that were desperately needed to be said and i'm so proud of her for all of that music but i think she's ready to get down and dirty and have some fun and i'm ready for it it's giving lana in her early years of being of stardom too because it's like that like it's that cool americana like i'm a star but i'm still just a an american chick i can hang out outside the gas station and promote myself like something about that whole thing was so cool and her PR team or whoever told her to do that, or if that was Kesha on her own. Brilliant. I think it was brilliant. It was giving me the energy from the music video ride by Lana Del Rey, because in, in Lana's music videos, sometimes, even if it's her own, sometimes she's playing a character and I feel like the character of Rye of her ride music video was very distinct and it's got this very easy breezy like I am a a lone wolf like I'm a independent woman I'm gonna do what I want I'm gonna travel around the world I'm gonna get grungy get dirty I don't know something about it is just cool to me I love it
0: I love it I'm so happy that she's rolling out this album tease this way and it's just getting us excited and it's doing the job. So Kesha Rose, we are looking at you, we're watching you and we are excited for that new music. So now moving on, I have a TV show that I've been obsessed with forever and the new season just came out and I'm talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. The first two episodes are out now and they come out every Friday on MTV. Now, we got new queens. I've been obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race ever since season six with Bianca Del Rio, ordor Delano, Courtney Act, all of those girls. And I'm excited. This is a split premiere, just like season six. And some of the girls have me excited. I'm ready for next week to have all the girls come together. But I mean, I just love people expressing themselves and showing their art on this mm-hmm. big platform on national television. I have to support. And I mean, it's so exciting. It inspires me. It gets me it, ma- it makes me want to be creative. It makes me want to just go outside the box and think of fun things. So, if you have never seen RuPaul's Drag Race, I don't know how you haven't. You must. I mean, any season is iconic and it's just a community and just like a little niche thing, like if you know, you know, type thing. And I would highly recommend if you've never seen it because RuPaul is and you don't, amazing.
1: And you don't have to have known or liked or been into or gone to drag shows to like RuPaul and to like his show and to be like thoroughly impressed by all of the work that these Queens do, because what's, what's so crazy to me is that these Queens are makeup artists, fashion designers, performers, singers, dancers, a stage presence like they can do all of it at once. They are self-made like one-man shows one woman shows, excuse me, and They're so impressive to me. It's a craft. It's an art like Garrett said and if you are the right type of person to appreciate that craft then I think that this is a show you should definitely watch and if you've ever watched something like Project Runway and you liked that, try Rue Paul if you've never seen it because it's got some of that same kind of energy.
0: Yeah, it has a little bit of everything. Honestly, like if you like acting, if you like drama, if you like singing, if you like fashion, if you like drag queens. So it has a little bit for everyone and I don't know, it's had a support. And
1: the comedy girls, like they bring the comedy babes, like they bring the entertainment. Like Rue, Shantae, you stay, babe, stay forever because you just, Rue has it all figured out. And I thoroughly believe that Rue's had it figured out since the 80s.
0: Honestly, same, same. And we cannot talk about RuPaul without talking about a lip syncing battle. I love that every episode there's a lip syncing battle. Me and Chloe love to lip sync. And if we ever have a live show, we will be lip syncing on stage for all of you. So just be prepared.
1: I mean, I just love the way that you get like a little fashion runway strut moment, then you get the performance, then you get the comedy show with the judges, like you get a little bit of everything. And it's like, if I was gonna be on a reality show, I would kill to be on RuPaul's. Like that would be what I would wish I could be on. Cause I think it showcases the most amount of talent that one single competition show like this could.
0: Exactly. We need to start a petition to get EFBF as guest judges on RuPaul's Drag Race. So that's in the works. Watch (laughs) out. (laughs) So moving on to another show that I've (laughs) been obsessed with. It's on Peacock. It is Traitors. And season two is premiering now. And this season is all stars. There's like 21 reality TV stars on there. And we have Housewives on there we have big brother people we have survivor people we have people from the challenge all different walks of life we have someone from rupaul's drag race on there so literally (laughs) just a little bit of everything and some of our favorites are on there phaedra is on Yes,
1: (laughs) my girl phaedra and guys keep like do you guys remember months ago i guess it was like years ago now but when that game among us came out and everyone was playing it and you had to guess who among us was the traitor that's kind of the same like format for the show you're just kind of guessing someone among the group has ulterior motives and you're guessing who that person is so it's like almost has a little bit of like big brother too where like you can't trust anybody like you're living in the same house with all these people you're getting to know them you're building relationships but you also suspect everyone (laughs)
0: literally it would make my trust issues Go to a hundred and Could not be in that place. And I love that it's in Ireland in a castle. Like it's obviously like bouge. I live and it's super fun. And like I said, it's coming out now. So if you have nothing to watch, go to Peacock and watch Traders because it's amping up. Every episode's getting better and better. So I'm super excited to cover that as it's airing. But yes. I think it's time to get into the real business because we have breaking news. This actually happened a couple of hours ago now by the time you guys listen to this it'll be a few days but
1: and i have to interject and say be careful trying to look this information up online because i was doing a little bit of research before the pod today and people have if you google this info be careful which links you're clicking because there was one link that i clicked that i exited out of so fast because i'm pretty sure it's like a like virus link or something. So be careful when you're looking this info up, because if it's not like Rolling Stones or a reputable website, don't click on the info. Just be safe because you don't want any of your precious info on your computer to be ruined just to look up this info. But we get it, like, we get get it. it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I was at work and I just happened to get on my phone and I saw that Louis Vuitton was having their fall, winter 2024 fashion show. I was like, oh my God, we live, Louis, yes, Leigh. And then I went to my Twitter and I saw that a Miley Cyrus' track was playing, but it didn't sound very familiar to me. I was like, obviously, if it's released, I would know it by heart. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, every single song on Miley Cyrus' discography is in our bloodstream, so I should know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the song is now allegedly discovered to be a Miley Cyrus unreleased 2013 track from bangers. And this is a re-recording because obviously people are like nasty and schemers out there that dig up like unreleased songs. Never done it. Don't support it at all. But mm-hmm. apparently this is a re-recording because it's new vocals. It's all like 2024 Miley. And the track is called doctor. Doctor. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, wait, 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 what's going on here? Like, let me slow down. Let me pace myself and like, let me deep dive. So sure as hell it was Miley Cyrus singing an unreleased song because never heard that before. And matter of fact, now that they pointed it out, it does give me banger vibes. And banger I just singers. want to know, what the hell, Miley, are you doing? Are you trying to be like funny, like scheming with you know us? what? Like-
1: I think she's doing exactly the same thing Kesha's doing. She's teasing the shit. She's tickling our taste buds. She is teasing our pussies. She is getting us. Like, Dude, my pussy is,
0: like is on fire. Like I'm stressed out. She's, she's like quivering. She's doing. Miley always loves to be secretive too when she's trying to roll up some music. Like you know, if you see it, you see it, and if you don't, you don't. And mm-hmm. we saw it, babes. And I am flabbergasted. I am so excited. I mean, obviously. This could just be a one-off thing that Louie like paid her money for a song or something. So I don't know the full story. But to me and Chloe and EFBF World, we're getting a new album soon.
1: <laughs> yes. Like, all I have to say is, Miley, you have my attention. 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 <laughs> I want attention.
0: And she has it, babes. Like, I am- She's got it. Gooped, gagged. I will not be posting this on Instagram because of like trademark and stuff like that. But I'm sure if you go look up Louis Vuitton 2024 winter fashion show, you can see it. But a little too good. I'm so excited. And you heard it here first. We might be getting new MC this year. So that's all i a been obsessed allegedly. with. Allegedly, <laughs> uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But that is what I've been obsessed with this past week. So now I got to ask my girl, Clear. What have you been obsessed with babes
1: okay so my obsess is not very long i've been binging a lot of tv because i've been staying inside staying warm being lazy so just got a netflix account for christmas so i watched five star chef on there you know i've been watching my cooking shows i'm <laughs> obsessed with those lately watch season two of next in fashion with gigi hadid as one of the guests and it's gigi and tan france So those are the two judges. Um, And I like season two a lot more than season one. So if you watch season one of Next in Fashion and weren't crazy about it, give season two a try. I was very impressed with some of the designers, not as impressed with some of the other designers. And kind of the way it always goes with these competition shows, some of the best designers, in my opinion, got sent home early. And some of these other ones stayed till the end. But I almost think they do that just for like the drama and the interest sometimes because I'm like. There's no way. Like, there ain't
0: (laughs) no way. (laughs) Ain't no way.
1: But loved that. And then I've been going back to some of my old shows. Like, today I've been watching Gilmore Girls all day. I was like, you know what? It's time. For anyone who doesn't know me, Gilmore Girls is literally imprinted on my DNA. I know almost every word to almost every single episode in history. I've seen the whole show at least 30 times through, and I'm not exaggerating that number. Like, this is my comfort show. So I started that again. So that's about to be my personality trait once again. I also binged a show, Garrett, on Netflix that is totally cheesy and corny and kind of trash TV, but I also binged it all in one day. It's called My Life with the Walter Boys. It's got Donna from Suits, in case Jared ever wants to watch it. <laughs> but that was good. I, I like it. I will see if season two ends up coming out and I'll watch that too. But I have to say writers need to chill out with these storylines of like siblings dating each other though. Cause it's starting to get like weird. Cause it's not like actual siblings, but it's like, when it's two high schoolers living under the same roof that are raised kind of almost like siblings, but end up dating. Like they need to quit with that storyline because it's pushing the boundaries. We don't need the youth of America getting con- confused about these
0: things. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah, hold it off, push that. No, 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 no.
1: Because no. <laughs> it kind of was similar vibes to like the summer I turned pretty, where it's like, okay, all these teenagers are living under the same roof. Like they're raised and brought up together kind of vibes and it's like okay it's okay to a certain extent but like let's make <laughs> things weird
0: no i agree i agree
1: and last but not least mitchell and i are finally watching one of my favorite shows he's never seen it before and i am so stoked because if i could go back and watch this show for the first time all over again i would we're watching orange is the new black He's already so hooked on it, and he was like, I did not think I was going to like this show, but it's so good. And I'm like, babe, <laughs> trust me, you have not seen anything yet. And he went to work today and mentioned it to one guy, and, like, five other people just poked their head up, and they were like, oh, you're watching it? I'm on season five. So, like what, I'm like, you guys, none of you know. Like, I've seen the whole thing. They don't have a clue what
0: they're in for, so <laughs> that is such a blast from the past. I love that. Orange <laughs> Just the new black is amazing.
1: I'm telling you guys. So it talk about a blast from the past. Just wait. But yesterday too, Mitchell saw Mamma Mia for the first time.
0: Oh my gosh. An I cried make a movie instead of he-
1: He never wanted to watch it because he's not a fan of Amanda Seyfried, which I get. Like sometimes when I'm not a fan of a specific actor or actress, it kind of puts me off the whole movie. Like anything with Nicolas Cage, I'm always just going to (laughs) like, and I'm sure some of them are great movies, but I'm like, "Eh." (laughs) but he watched it and he loved it after all and was like so impressed. And I was like, you have to see it. It's a classic, like it's a Broadway show for a reason. People love this story. And the last but not least that I want to talk about for my obsessed. Now, I have to be careful the way I word this because it's controversial, Garrett. I have love and support for this situation, but then I'm also like, we have to be careful not to create a pattern in this situation. So what I'm talking about is I've been obsessed with watching how all the gypsy rose stardom is playing out. Yes. And don't get me wrong. Like... Garrett and I have been obsessed with Miss Gypsy Rose for years now, for, like, over a decade. Yeah, before okay.
0: it was popular, too. Like, before y'all are just getting on the train. Like, like, our seriously. girl has been locked up. We've been there since the beginning. So we're not the new fake fans. Like, no, we've supported our girl. They filmed the act in our hometown. We've told you that before. Mm-hmm. Like, don't act like, brand and new. And we were
1: obsessed with Gypsy before the act was even yeah. a thing too. We, we became obsessed with her. Garrett found the documentary Mom- Mommy Dead and Dearest a million years ago on YouTube, and that's how we discovered her, guys. So we've been there, done that, but what I'm saying is like, I do love Gypsy. Obviously Gypsy is a a, like serious abuse victim. Her story is very unique to any other story I've ever heard. However, I do think it's something we need to be cautious about having murderers because she is a convicted murderer. She was pled guilty to second-degree murder and served eight eight years out of a 10-year sentence for second-degree murder. So
0: she served my her time. thing
1: is, no, I know she served her <laughs> time, but my thing is we just have to be careful idolizing and making killers of celebrities, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's my only point here. We don't have to get into a fight about it, but I'm just saying... You just have to be careful because you know what? If Nicholas Gotijohn was getting out of prison right now, do you think anyone would be celebrating him on Twitter? Well, on, on, Good, on Good Morning America. And last thing I'll say is her new husband totally looks like Dee Dee Blanchard.
0: okay. Well, to come to defend Gypsy, bless her heart. My girl has had a hard life and this is her first time ever living. Like before prison, she was controlled and abused by her mother. And now her first time living, I wouldn't say people are like looking up or like, romanticizing her i hope i think it's just more of like Uh, interesting
1: some of these comments though babes like it is getting to a weird point there have been a lot of tiktok videos that i've seen of people being like look i get it i like gypsy like i support her i'm glad she's out of prison i think she she does deserve to have a, a free life but why are we making her the it girl right now? Like
0: <laughs> But you just said it right now, babes. This is gonna last for maybe a month. Like, do you not know America? We get bored of shit in two days. Like, let Gypsy have her moment. Like her moment's not gonna last. So and that's not no shade, because bitch, I would let her live her moment forever. But <laughs> I just think this is like a very a roller coaster trend. Like and by the time next week something pops up, Gypsy's gonna be forgotten about. Because even now, like Gypsy hasn't made headlines in a few like like a week now, so I kind of forgot I'm about just her.
1: saying, as someone who is one of those people reading the articles, clicking the links, it's a strange trend. It's just weird. As someone who is morbidly curious, it's just odd. Why are we all so enamored by her? I don't know, but we are. And she's got... My whole outfit is Zara. My top is Zara. My shorts are Zara. My boots are Zara. <laughs> my makeup is done by Miss Erica or whatever.
0: I live for her. I live. But yeah, I'm also obsessed with the Gypsy Rose.
1: I just wish she wasn't married to that guy.
0: We need a single Gypsy Rose era. I
1: wish she would have gotten out of prison and gone to live with her family in Louisiana and gotten a little bit of a normal life before jumping into something else weird because there's something off about this guy.
0: Stop. We love Gypsy. Gypsy, come on our podcast be a guest yeah gypsy
1: you're totally invited on our podcast but ryan cannot hold your hand the whole time
0: ryan's it's not invited it's him holding only. her hand
1: through every interview and correcting her and jumping in is giving dd
0: okay on that note it's time for us okay. to go to okay. music yeah, go to um, <laughs> what do you have for me tell me what you've been listening to
1: Okay, so this is an oldie but a goodie. So this song was totally inspired by watching Orange is the New Black again for the first time in years. When you said like, what a blast from the past, what a nostalgic show kind of thing. I, when we played that first episode and the theme song came on, I busted down so hard. I was dancing and singing and I forgot how much I love that song. So my music of the week is the song, You've Got Time by Regina Specter, which is the song from the Orange is the New Black uh intro and i just think it's a great song like i've since the first time i ever watched it i always thought it was a banging song i thought it was an awesome song choice for the intro and i it's it's rare to me that an intro never gets old and that one never ever got old to me i enjoyed watching that intro every single time so i got a little singing break before we started the show so that's my music of the week you tell me all about yours?
0: I'm obsessed with that song. It's downloaded on my phone. I can get down. The animals, the animals. Mm -hmm. Trap, trap, trap trap,
1: to the cages full.
0: (laughs) So good. I love that song. Now, before I get into my song of the week, I have a little bit of music news. Now, I'm sure everyone and their mother has already heard this, but Ariana Grande is gearing up for her new album, and she released the lead single, Yes And... And it's cute. It's inspired by Vogue by Madonna. So it has that kind of flair to <laughs> it. Everyone's comparing it to like house music, kind of like Renaissance, like Voguing all of that. And, and if it's you've cute. never
1: seen the original Vogue by Madonna music video, and you don't know what Garrett means, go watch it. Cause it's that's a education. history. Yeah. That's your it's homework. It's education. You need to see it. <laughs> go watch it. If you've never seen it.
0: <laughs> and it's cute. The song, it's good. I think the music video is really good. I love a good music video. So she came through the visuals. She taps into the rumors about her new boyfriend, Ethan Slater. Is it the Spongebob Slater. He That's him. And she's, I think, I don't want to misquote, but something like, why are you concerned with whose dick I'm on?
1: Hmm.
0: Yes, and like, why? Like, tell me why.
1: Because <laughs> you put yourself in that spotlight, honey. That's why I are <laughs> says.
0: I had to touch on it because this is big news like people love Ariana Grande this is a big comeback so I'm excited but I'm even more excited for the new Wicked to come out and see what she did with that and her twist on Glinda so we're gearing up for Ariana Grande year. it's going to be heavy with her so this is just the first step into it and she kind of followed in Miley Cyrus's footsteps was releasing at the beginning of the year so we'll see how that pans out for her and yeah I just had to touch on that because it's really big music news so I wanted to let all the girlies no, and if you haven't listened to it, go give it us a listen and comment in our post what you think about it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Now for my song of the week, I have a really exciting song that I've been obsessed with recently. I just found it. It is by Father John Misty, who you might know from Lana Del Rey, Let the Light In. And this is, I believe, a single maybe from one of his albums, but it's called Real Love Baby. And it gives me the most cozy vibes, but also like gives me Valentine's Day, like 70s music. It's all about just like being in love and how it makes you feel and just really smooth and chill. And I don't know, it's really unique, but it, it also feels like I've heard it my whole life, you know? So Those you know, it's are a the good best song.
1: kinds of songs. Yeah,
0: I was on this playlist and it just came on. I was like, wait, I've heard this before. Like, it's like, it's like in my brain. So I would highly recommend it. And yeah, that's my music of the week vibes.
1: I think it's a huge sign that you like majorly connect with a song when you hear it for the first time and it already feels familiar to you. I think that's one of the coolest things that can happen when you start to build a bond with a favorite artist and then you listen to that music and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like you it's like you heard my soul.
0: <laughs> no, literally, it's just a little bit too good. So everyone can give Father John Misty a little bit of a listen, babes.
1: Do it.
0: Okay guys, now it's time to get into the main course of the week and we have something very fun that we are excited to introduce to you besties. So obviously we've been doing this podcast for a few months now and we kind of just hopped in, went straight into our regular episodes and never really gave some insight to who your besties are, who is Garrett and Chloe? Who is everyone's favorite best friends? So we decided it would be fun to interview each other. And of course, since this past week was Chloe's birthday, birthday girl's gonna go first. I'll be asking Chloe some questions and some are fun. Some are a little bit deeper, but I thought it would just be a good way to kind of start the new year with just giving you some fun facts and just getting to know us a little bit better, you know?
1: I am so excited. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And honestly, as you guys are listening, if you like this format, if you like this episode and you have questions, send those to us on Instagram because we would love to do a listener's Q&A episode too. Thank Bravo Real Housewives Reunion when they get to read the questions from fans. That's what we want. Make them dirty. Make them tough. It's okay.
0: Make them juicy. Like We want the hard-hitting questions here at EFBF.
1: Put us on the hot seat. <laughs>
0: I'm ready for it. I'm so ready. But I am super excited to get into it. And I have to ask Chloe, are you ready to get interviewed by your bestie boo?
1: I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Let's just, let's, Let's dive in because I have to say, like, this is one of those things where I'll answer now and then I'll have time to think about it later and I'll be like, damn it, why didn't I say this person?
0: A hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. That's going to happen. But I have some really fun things I want to ask you. So starting off strong, I have to ask if you could collaborate in any way, music, fashion, etc with one celebrity dead or alive, who would it be and what would you do with them?
1: Okay, this question is insanely tough for me. I had so many names like rushing through my head. A lot of people who are still alive, which surprised me almost because I feel like with dead or alive questions, you always lean first to, okay, who's dead? Because that's such a unique experience to be able to be like, oh, I could work with anybody. Who would it be? So I really thought long and hard because, of course, I love to work with Gaga. I'd love to work with Alana. So many people I was even thinking like to collaborate with Gianni Versace would be next <gasps> level. <laughs> insane. But I yeah. have to say, my number one choice, I would love to have been the tour stylist for Freddie Mercury on tour doing his shows. I would have killed to get to know him personally, to befriend him, to be get to be able to interpret his style and help him reflect that to pick things out together to work to collaborate to create the shows that he that he imagined because the show must go on
0: that is incredible just thinking of Freddie and chloe in the same room creating magic i mean obviously he has incredible costumes that are iconic now but Thinking of Chloe having a little hand in that, it would be just a little too fucking good. Like Freddie has my heart forever and always. That's an incredible answer, Chloe. I love that.
1: I just feel like we would bond. I feel like we are kindred spirits. I think that Freddie, I know that he's eccentric and he had all of this wild spirit and fashion sense and he was exotic and did all of these crazy things. But I think to, to his core, he was a very kind and gentle soul. In my in my heart of hearts, that's what I believe. And I think he was always looking for true kinship and friendship. And I would have been there to give him that, Freddie. And I believe Freddie Mercury is one of my guardian angels. So.
0: <laughs> I can see it. I feel his energy always.
1: <laughs> I believe that he can feel the genuine love and adoration that I have for him. And he sends it back to me in his own special way. So
0: We see each we see- other.
1: Thanks, Freddie. We see each other.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I have to switch gears a little bit, and I want to ask, looking back, what would you say the biggest turning point or defying moment in your life would be?
1: I think if I had to decide the biggest turning point in my whole life, because there have been several turning points, but the biggest one would definitely be me moving to Georgia from Michigan. I think I changed life paths in a lot of ways even though I still got into plenty of trouble in Georgia, I think I would have been in a totally different place now had I stayed in Michigan. And it's hard because you can play the what ifs game. So I can think like, Oh, if I would have stayed in Michigan, maybe I would have gone to Michigan state and gone to school with all of my high school friends that I grew up with my whole life. And maybe we would have all stayed close, but maybe not. Maybe I would have ended up, you know, totally in the gutter. So I think that was the biggest turning point for me. Obviously I got my friendship with Garrett out of that move, which is one of the most influential parts of my entire life since that point. Um, And a lot of other things, you know, I never would have studied abroad in Italy. I never would have met all of my other friends in Georgia that I met, that I've become so close with. I never would have lived the life that I have now and I never would have the outcome that I have now. So wouldn't change a thing.
0: I cannot imagine that's like, something I do not relate to because I never picked up and moved when I was in school at a young age. And I just cannot imagine how that affected you. And like you said, obviously you can't play the what if game because I'm so thankful that you did move because selfishly I got you and it's the best thing that ever happened. But it is crazy to think about just getting picked up and moved one day, especially so far away from everything you've ever known. And especially at that age you were at, I think it's Mm -hmm. crazy, but the way you're able to turn that situation into something now that you can look back on it and be like, okay, this was a learning moment. And even though it was hard, it was worth it. And everything does happen for a reason.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a major culture shock. That's one one main way that I would describe that move because where Garrett and I are from, it is rural, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm talking there's tractors in the school that I graduated high school from that they work on in shop class. So it was a huge change for me, but... Obviously, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm happy that things worked out the way that they did. The one thing I would change if I could is if Garrett and I could have gone to the same high school, that would have really knocked things out of the park.
0: It really would have. I think I think the universe knew that we couldn't handle it,
1: that the universe couldn't handle it. They weren't ready yet.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but a great answer. And I want to kind of switch gears again to more lighthearted stuff again. So I have to ask. If you're a part of our favorite Real Housewives franchise, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, who would you get into a screaming match with first? Now, obviously, it would be everyone by the end of the season, but who do you think you would just, like, enter the chat with with beef? Like, you just automatically just have a, a bone to pick with someone. Who would it be?
1: Okay, so this one is so hard. However, I think you, you might be shocked to hear my answer, Garrett, but I think the one person who would just grind my gears, and say something to hit the right nerve that even if it wasn't directed towards me, I would be like, no, somebody's got to take this bitch down.
0: Who? I'm scared. And I'm
1: a little scared to even say this out loud because this person has powers at B. <gasps> oh, Miss Mary Cosby would say oh. some shit that <laughs> was- <laughs> That would rub me the wrong way and I would go off on her.
0: <laughs> I can see it. No, no, no. A hundred percent. I can just see her making a little comment that like rubs you the wrong way or like you were just kind of like not having it that day and just like pop off, say every left handed comment you could come up with and really, like, be like, you got the wrong one on the right day. Like,
1: like the thing. I think it says everyone is so scared of Mary, and so they let her just say this off-the-wall shit, but, like, I can say off-the-wall shit, too. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. If if you push me to that point, I just think Mary would say something. I know exactly the scenario. It would be where she is starting some drama, and if I interject and say something, and if she goes, Nobody's talking to you, little girl, or something like that. <laughs>
0: She would black out. Chloe would black out. Oh,
1: okay, we're gonna play that game.
0: That's the thing. I don't think I could be on a real housewives because I would black out and say like stuff that would get me cancelled. Cause I would like black out and say stuff that's like unhinged to the point point be like, oh wow, he really just went there for for what I think reason? I would want to like
1: physically fight people too. I'd be like, this is bad girls club. <laughs> This is what we're doing today.
0: That is too uh, funny, but no, 100% Mary Cosby with peace and love. I think Chloe would, she would come after you. She would attack. I
1: just, I just don't know what it is, but she just gets me fired up.
0: It's okay, baby. It happens. There's people (laughs) like that. But I want to switch gears to a question that I'm so excited to know your answer to. It's probably my favorite question I'm going to ask if I'm being honest.
1: Okay. I hope my answer doesn't let you down, but let's get into it.
0: So if you could pick a song to listen to for the first time again, what song would you pick? And now I ask you this question because I always think of either like a TV show movie or song that I love. And I'm like, damn, like if I could go back and just let this be a new experience, I would go back in a heartbeat. So I wanted to ask you, Chloe, one song, what song would you just go back to and just have that moment with it again? Just hearing it for the first time.
1: Okay. So there are so many, so many songs that I wish I could do this with. And a lot of them are songs that I listened to for the first time with you. However, all of those firsts were so perfect and just, I love them how they were. If there's one song that I could hear for the first time again, it would be kids by MGMT. Now I heard the song kids by MGMT when I was in third or fourth grade for the first time ever. And the first time I heard it, my mind literally exploded into a million pieces. And I was like, this is what teenage angst and adolescence sounds like. This is what sexy growing up sounds like. This is parties, this is euphoria, this is everything. I just thought it was so like, life-changing when I heard it. And literally the first time I heard that song, I played it probably 35 times that night just on loop. And then I choreographed dances to it, and I'm like, I'm going (laughs) to perform this at my school talent show. Like, I became so obsessed with that song. And so if I could go back and listen to it for the first time again, I totally would. Because I've been listening to that song steady since, what, third or fourth grade? I'm 25 now, and I still love it the same way every single time that I hear it. Something about that song, I feel like it's tied to me in my cells for eternity
0: chloe that is a fantastic choice an amazing song and an amazing backstory and i love that like you thought of this song and that's like it made you want to go back because you still connect with it and we all know songs that just hit different and just have like a different meaning slash feeling for us and i love that Mm -hmm. you just want to go back and feel that feeling and like i cannot imagine hearing that song again for the first time like that's a like you said, it's a timeless classic. Like I don't think it's ever going to get old. I think our kids will be listening to that song. So an amazing choice, not what I was expecting, but like in the best way possible. I love it.
1: It wasn't what I was expecting either, but for these questions, I'm kind of just trying to go with my first gut answer. And when I read that question, that song popped into my brain. Surprisingly, one other song that popped into my brain was Midnight City by M83. That one just popped into my brain and I'm like, Interesting. Okay. Fun.
0: Both very cool choices and great songs. So I could see why you would want to experience that fresh for the first time.
1: (laughs) Definitely. And I mean, there, honestly, if I could listen to every single Miley and Lana and Gaga song for the first time again, I would, but that's what I anticipate heaven being like. So
0: Uh, sign me up. I'm there. (laughs) So I want to now ask, a question that kind of relates to the podcast, Everyone's Favorite Best Friend. So I just have to ask, because I don't know if I've even ever asked you this, like off off the record, off camera, but what is your favorite memory with me, us together over the years? I know we literally have done so much crazy shit, but if you could just narrow down something that sticks out to you, what would you say?
1: That is like the hardest question on this whole list. I have no idea. Like, literally, I have no idea what my favorite memory of us is. There are so many. A memory that sticks out is when we were fighting as kids in the front yard and your braces worked out on my sweater. In your front
0: yard, literally.
1: In my front yard, because we were just tackling for fun. But I I think if I had to pick, it would be listening to Midnight Sky at the Miley Cyrus concert at Music Midtown. Just like looking over at you, experiencing that moment, feeling like we felt the first time we heard it in the car driving through Atlanta in the middle of the night. It was one of the coolest moments of my whole life, hands down. And it would never have been what it was without you there. So
0: I could not agree more. All the stars really connected that day. Like no one else in that audience had the same experience as we did and no one in the world does like that's so unique to us and our friendship and i'm so happy to have someone that loves the same things as me and we can celebrate and be together for all the things that we love and i cannot agree more i think that whole day that whole trip was just something that stands out to me but i mean obviously everything we do together is my favorite i mean
1: another one of my favorite memories was us getting pissed drunk and sitting in your car all night outside of the cabin at your cousin's wedding when we were up in (laughs) North Carolina or wherever the hell we were in the mountains. And we just sat for like hours and laughed and talked and like goofed off and sang songs. Like that is, that is an experience that we've had a thousand times, but it's just like all together. That's my favorite memory with us too.
0: Yeah. Honestly, the whole era of our balcony era at your old apartment, that was our last time where we really were purely just like the girls hot,
1: single girls like really out there <laughs> living
0: our best life like that was a highlight and I would just I cherish that because like I said I think that was like at our prime of just like being young and youthful and like being just like honestly that was like prime of us being up to no good and just like yeah. doing whatever the hell we wanted to because it was kind of like our first taste of freedom together and that's what I feel like if we ever live together that's what I like it one and like that's my expectation because that whole time was just so perfect.
1: Well, expectation is the perfect word to use to describe it because me having that apartment and having a complete and total open door policy to you to where like you're stopping by for two minutes before class after work you're coming for or during work even you're coming for your 30 minute (laughs) break and after work you're coming by too and like I'll be going to work but you're going to just pop in for five minutes while I get ready to see me and Like, in between classes, you're going to come and have your lunch with me at my house. Like, whatever it was, that time in our lives was exactly what I always imagined. That was my expectation for what, like, my adult youth was going to feel like. Yeah. And it was iconic.
0: It was iconic. It was honestly a time and place and, like, just time in history that I will just always hold on to and cherish. But we have too many memories to go over, but I just had to ask because... I love us and I love our memories. So I just wanted to see what came to your mind.
1: I could never have rascaled my hellion of a kitten with anyone else.
0: <laughs> the trauma bond that we have from Miss Viperland. Oh, that's funny. So now I want to switch gears again and ask what is something that you used to fear that does not scare you anymore?
1: Okay. So this one's really hard and I can't think of an answer, but I do have something that I didn't used to fear that now scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Okay, tell me. Um, So like when I was younger, I think this is normal too because the younger you are, you have this feeling of like invincibility, but the younger I was, I was always like, I have zero fear of death. I'm not afraid of death at all because I'm so content with my life and I feel like I've done so many things that are such special experiences that I'm already so lucky that I just was like, like I'm not I don't fear death. I don't like welcome death, but I don't fear it either. I would be content knowing that my life was so whole and so complete. Now that I'm older, it's not that I fear death because I'm afraid to die, but I fear death because I value my precious life so much more and I'm like I have so much more to do and so much more life to live that death itself doesn't scare me. But the absence of that life that I could have lived scares the hell out of me now.
0: Yeah, I see that. I think what scares me about death is the everything being final. Like one day, everything's going to stop. Even, like, if it's me or another person, like, a phone call I'm expecting will never happen again. It's not like, oh, in two years. No, forever. It's just, like, the finale mm-hmm. of life. And that's what scares me the most is just being final. It's done. And I, th- I, I agree. And I can relate to when you're a kid, everything's blissful. Like, you're young. Like, being, like, sick or, like, just passing away isn't even in your mind. Like, you're not thinking about right. that. You're just honestly living in the moment. and as you grow up, as you get older, that starts to creep in more and more and be like, okay, well, I haven't lived all the life I want to. Like, you just like think of things more and like cherish it. So I totally agree.
1: It's almost like when you become a parent, you're no longer living for yourself, you're living for your children. And I look at it as like, I haven't even had children yet, but that's something that I don't want to die without having done. So it's like, I'm still trying to live for those non-existent children. But To kind of answer your question better, I guess something that I used to fear that really doesn't scare me anymore would be like fearing that I'm not at the same place as everybody else, fearing that I'm not keeping up to the standards, the social standards, the norms, whatever they might be. That really doesn't scare me anymore. I look around and I see that everyone is at such different places in their lives and that that's okay. There's a lyric in a Laura and Cash song, I think that's the name of it, but um, where they're talking about life and they say it's not a race to the end. And that always blows my mind every time I hear it in the song because I think so many people live life like it's a race to the end. Like, I've got to do this, now I've got to do this, now I've gotta get this done. And it's like, what's the rush?
0: Like, come down.
1: And if you die before solving your problems, like babes, those problems are still gonna be there. You know, it's just one of those things, like. I just don't really compare anymore. And if I fail or if something like that happens in my life, that doesn't scare me anymore. It's like, okay, that's the universe redirecting me in another exactly. way. So
0: I love that. Look at you, Cleo, <laughs> growing <laughs> up. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I kind of relate to that too, because like you said, everyone's at such different places in life. You can never compare yourself because, like you said, everyone's doing different things, have their own life. And I truly, I've already said this in this episode, but everything happens for a reason. And you're in your own lane for a reason. It's all leading you to where you're supposed to be. So I think that's something that we get as we get older too. Like Mm -hmm, I think we used to feel like you said, yeah, a hundred percent. So I want to switch gears and ask you this fun little question that I want to know because we love to travel. We love going around the world. But if you could go anywhere in the world for one month for free, you get one plus one. Where would you go and who would you bring?
1: I have very specific answers for this. Okay. Now, before I give this answer, I want to make a disclaimer. I don't think Mitchell listens to the pod that often, but if he does, I want you to hear me all the way out. Okay. If I could go any place in the world for one month for free and have a plus one, I would go to Lucca, Italy with Garrett for a month. Now, let me explain myself. I've already lived in Lucca for over a month before, but I did that with my best friend, Tori, some of my other friends from school. It was my study abroad trip. You guys already know the whole spiel. but <laughs> okay, wait, the whole spiel. I get shabelle shaboom and spiel mixed up now because my boss always says shaboom and i think it's really funny so i started saying shaboom moving on for me to be able to take garrett to that place which is so special to me and really feels like a second home to me would be such a special experience and the reason why garrett would be my plus one above anybody else would be that like you know i am gonna live the rest of my life with mitchell we're gonna have more than one month doing something like that together living in new places experiencing new things but my opportunity to spend one month with garrett will unfortunately likely potentially never happen again Yeah. So if it was a dream world and an ideal scenario, that's what it would be. And if it wasn't Garrett, I think the only other scenario I would choose would be maybe going to Luca with my parents for a month, if if I could bend those rules. Because again, like that's a scenario, you never realize how precious living with your parents is until you move out. So that's another scenario. I'll never get to spend a whole month living with my parents again. So if I could, you know, I would. Oh, but if I could I, choose anyone, it would be my Care
0: Bear. Oh, you know you don't have to convince me. I'm there. Sign me <laughs> up, Luca, with my bestie Chloe. That is a dream. Like obviously, never say never. If we blow up on this podcast and we have all the money in the world, girls, we will be filming this podcast in Luca Italy for all of you. To You're literally, one be
1: <laughs> summer there in the yeah. Luca house
0: we're working towards it guys like we're, we're manifesting yeah. we're putting the work in but that's so fun and I'm honored I would gladly go and like <laughs> you said that would be a once in a lifetime experience and so much fun the girls in Italy yes 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 now speaking of life and what you love to do I want to know what is one quote or like phrase that you live by or try to live by
1: Okay, so this is something that's changed a lot through the years. I've, I always kind of do pick like one quote or phrase or something like that at a time that I'm really trying to focus on. Um, one of my favorite quotes in the entire world is, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. And I Ooh. think that it's really, a really really strong quote. However, a quote and phrase that I'm trying to live by right now is something that I have embroidered on the back of a baseball cap that I got at a restaurant called Hyman's in Charleston, South Carolina during high school years ago on a trip I took with my mother. It's been years since I really even wore the hat and I put it on this summer and I saw the quote on the back of it, which is this business's motto and it is attitude and gratitude is everything. And I read it on the back of my hat and this was during the time where I was like really struggling to get a job and I was just like felt like things weren't going easily and I tried to shift my perspective The attitude and gratitude is everything. I still am not an expert at it. I still have my meltdowns. I'm still whiny. I still have my bad days. But when I'm having those bad days, if that phrase crosses my mind, it helps me to check myself and remember that attitude, the way that you handle things, your attitude on the way that you deal with the throws that life hands you is really everything.
0: I love that a very mature quote and a very good one to live by because like you said, it very, it's like uplifting and it can change your perspective. And I think changing your perspective on something can change a whole, like change the whole scenario, the whole mindset around just by just taking a different perspective and having a quote that you can go to and kind of grounds you and pulls you back to that is so comforting and like grounding, I think. So I love that. And I think it's a great quote to live by because like you said, it can calm you and it helps you change your perspective, which is very helpful. And that's what I wanted to know because <laughs> I think it's interesting. I think everyone does kind of like have a quote or two that they do live by. And if you can take it and kind of manifest it and like really work towards it, because I'm the same way every like year, I try to have something new that I want to focus on and work towards. And I think it's, necessary sometimes so i love that and i love that you found it on the back of a hat like that's so fun and honestly that was probably a sign from the universe for you to pick up that hat and see that and change your perspective on the Mm -hmm. whole situation and look at you now babes you're thriving (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's how I took it. I was like, you know what? I haven't picked up this hat in years and I'm picking it up today. There's probably a reason for it. And I'm honestly considering g- getting attitude and gratitude are everything tattooed on my body somewhere because I think it's a great quote. And I feel like that's a life lesson that I would want to pass on to children one day. It really is. I mean, any, any single scenario you're in, you can shift your perspective by thinking about what you're grateful for and thinking about the fact like your entire life could end, you could lose your job, you could, you know, any of these things, but you can think about the fact that someone else out there who was really struggling to hold on, just lost lost their life today or something. There is always a bigger picture, so.
0: 100%, I love that. That's a great answer. And now that we know what you live by, I wanna know what you live for, which is a concert, (laughs) but specifically, who are your top three artists that you want to see live in concert? Because everyone knows me and Chloe love a concert and we've seen a lot of our faves, but we still have a lot more we want to see. So fill me in, top three, go.
1: I'm going to go in order from not importance, but like necessity, least, least for lack of a better word, important to most important of who I need to see. Okay. Number three, king princess i've got to see that girl i need to see her alive so bad and i want to copy the entire experience that you had with her (laughs) (laughs) number two and this this is a strong strong number two she was almost number one lp yes i think about seeing her live every single day and it will happen and number one the artist that i would probably cut off a limb to see in concert would be dolly parton
0: yes yep miss yep, dolly yep, yep. girl <laughs> i had to clap because i it like dolly yeah she's like she's the moment she's the girl forever and always and i'm the same excited way. she's on my number one like if there was anyone that i could pick today to go see it would be miss dolly parton our national treasure
1: yeah that's like if if the question was like if money was no object and you could pick a concert today i mean that would be who it would be
0: uh i love it i love the same one because i mean i mean why wouldn't we everyone should be wanting to see miss dolly and she's just like a little rare butterfly nowadays because like she's like obviously she doesn't need to be touring anymore she's too iconic so she just like does she just pops in and out like she's like if you see me you see me like you just gotta you just gotta be there
1: Dolly is our living legend for our time. Like Dolly is our Elvis. Anyone who doesn't see that is crazy. Dolly is an entire genre.
0: She's everything. Dolly
1: is a superstar.
0: Oh, (laughs) so good. So good. So good. So ending my little interview with Miss Cleo, I just have a little silly question I want to end on because I know my girl loves to shop. And I know my girl loves to black out and just get whatever she wants. So if you could pick one store to black out and buy anything you want for a full day, what store would you choose? And I say full day because you're not going to be in a rush. Like you can leave when you want to come. Like it's going to be a luxury experience, you know?
1: This was so hard. And let me say my first answer, cause I wasn't thinking it through was Prada. If I had to pick one store, one brand, should I say, it would be Prada because I think I'd be able to get lifelong building block pieces there. I think I'd be able to get pieces that are trendy and young that I could wear now, but could also carry me through life. And I think Prada is everything. However, my my true answer would be the New York City flagship Macy's store. (laughs) Because in that case, I get to shop any name brand that I want. They're all in one department store. And I have like five floors to get through in a whole day.
0: You would be living your best life. No, 100% because you get more variety and more bulk, especially at Macy's. So I totally see that. But gosh, a day at Prada. Just like being luxe, like whatever the fuck I want, I'm getting. uh Prada's and Prada so classy and timeless and elegant, like you said. So it'll be forever pieces that you could hold on to and pass down for generations. So and I, I mean,
1: think- I say Macy's flagship store because I am still trying to be humble. Like I could have gone Bergdorf's or Nordstrom or Barney's, but I'm trying to stay humble, guys. <laughs>
0: She's, She's a was- humble queen. <laughs> Well, Chloe, I hope you enjoyed my little Q&A with you, my little interview, if you will. And I learned some stuff about you, so I'm sure the besties did as well. What was your thoughts? What were your opinions? Did I do good? I, I,
1: I absolutely loved this. This was so much fun. I'm so excited to ask my questions of you, but I think this should be a regular thing on our show because... It's fun, it's fresh, and we can come up with so many questions to ask each other through the years. Because honestly, what what you guys just heard is basically what a road trip with me and Garrett goes like.
0: (laughs) Truthfully, (laughs) honestly, yes.
1: (laughs) So we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode because we've got part two coming next week when I ask Garrett all of the juicy questions that I'm just dying to know the answers to. And don't forget that we would love, love, love if you guys have any questions to send them on the Instagram post when we post this podcast.
0: Yes, ma'am. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at EFBF podcast and TikTok at EFBF podcast, because you may be seeing a little famous housewife that had a little message for the birthday girl, if you're over there. So hit us up over there. We'll let you know when we post new episodes and update you on all the latest announcements.
1: Yes, am, And we love you so much for listening.
0: We sure do. Good, Good. bye.